This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Hey, BBK, how you guys doing out there? This is Brad, and we are back after successfully talking about the Royal Tenenbaums last week. We are now here to draft. What would it have looked like to unsuccessfully talk about Royal Tenenbaums? Be like, yeah, there was this one movie, and we talked about Rushmore. I'd be yeah, or, or, <laughs> or yeah, just, well, the director uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, and uh, I think It'd it made like fail. seven dollars, and it costs like two fifty to make. That's and, a fail, yeah, yeah, that would be very unsuccessful. And the Baldwin brothers are really good in that. <laughs> I just, I'm glad, I'm glad we have that clarification now that I know. Once again, I'm joined by Scotch. I've got Nate here, and we've got Zach still in quarantine, uh, still toxic as can Yo. be. That that toxic individual over Just there. Infested. He yeah. looks toxic. He's got like he's got like pus and stuff on his face. Yeah, if you guys could see this, man, that's awesome. Is, I is, do not. You see, this is why we need to go full face. video on the podcast. That's not like, true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we haven't gone video. Zach's sitting on a toilet right now. It's gross. Yeah, some of those. So those those little you know blisters and stuff. They're not oozing as much as they were last week. So I think that's probably there's a no blisters. <laughs> <laughs> the blisters are on my butthole. You can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to the joke. Damn it. He's good. He's doing. He's doing 150 miles an hour down there. So it's good. Good stuff. Last week it was 200. So he's he's slowing it down a little bit. Um, all right, folks. Coming so hey, out of the gate quick. <laughs> we are here to talk about a draft, and that draft category today is the best. Excuse me, most memorable needle drops in cinema. And and this is, I've talked to a few people about this category, and they're like, well, what what, what constitutes a needle drop? And so I think we kind of need to just right off the bat kind of discuss this. So right. Um, the, the first thing that we had in our text, our group text was, was it has to be an original, like original song that was made before the movie, not made for the movie, a pre-existing piece of music. That, that's a definition I saw online that, yeah, that really you, helped me understand like what it meant. And there you go. And I, and I think it's like, oh, they're playing that song at this moment and it matches up in just a way right. that kind of makes the scene magical. I think that's, that's what we're looking for. And it can't be like 
uh, score. It can't be necessary. I mean, I guess it could be a score if it was something that was used in a previous movie. So that was going to be a question. Yeah. So if it was used in a movie, for, like made for a movie before, but used for another movie, does it count for the other I, I think so. Yeah. I, I think so. I think it's got to be. I, I, what, do you, what do you think, Zach? I guess my issue is that what you're describing is just a movie playing or a song playing in a movie. Is that am I am I way off base here? The song has to play in the movie. That's the only requirement. But it couldn't have been made for the movie. So like that thing you do, right? Like Elliot Smith, yeah, Elliot Smith, Needle in the Hay. Like that's a needle drop moment from Burl Tenenbaum's. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. So I guess when when you say needle drop, like that implies kind of the is the is it important when the moment that the song starts? Like is that a critical part of what we're thinking about? Well, it can, I think it can happen at any point in the movie. It, or, could, it could end the movie. But, it could but, start but, the movie. But I guess when I think of a needle drop, I'm like, it's partly part of the value of it is the impact of it, like hitting at a particular moment. Yes. Yeah. I think that makes it much more memorable when it like that song hits like at a right moment. And it's like, Oh yeah. And it's like, now it's adding to this scene in, in some important way. And that's the, I think that's the point of the draft and what we're trying to do is find, because you could pick a, you know, yeah, great, any, any great song, song that ends a movie, movie or start, sure. whatever. Yeah. But it, what are the other factors that A, you think are important and B, what our judge might think are important? And that's where it gets tricky because I'm sitting here, I got so many that I can think of. Here's, a, lot. here's a secondary issue. And this is one I was discussing with my wife is, my wife, uh, is the idea if the actor's, interact with the song whether they're like lip singing or dancing around to it does that take away from a needle drop like should the music just be absolutely separate from uh, uh the actors are not involved in the song i'll take it a step further like if there's dialogue at all while the song's playing does that take away from it? right like because it seems like a lot of the ones i've seen or the ones that i have like thought of are like the song is playing and it's like there's dialogue, dialogue. Then the song plays, and the song is the only audio that you can hear. Maybe some explosions or some shit. But besides that, it's only the song, right? Is that what we're going for? I, I think we kind of leave it to the judge. I think, but yeah, but I, I kind of felt I tried to stay away from songs where I felt like they're they're interacting, like the song is part of the movie, where like the actors are actually doing something with the song. Except for a couple cases, There's yeah, a couple cases where I, I maybe went away yeah. from that. But I, I, I don't like the fact that I, I wouldn't like it if it's them actually covering the song or pretending like they're playing the song yeah you know that but if it's part of the 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 plot if it if it is something that is important and they're singing along with it or whatever i think it absolutely should count i think we all kind of know what we're, we're, we're which, I, which one we're thinking a of. couple of <laughs> yeah. there's one yeah so i absolutely think it definitely counts and whether or not our judge agrees or not i guess we can just take that chance so well, you guys, we haven't uh, had a really legit one of these in a long time. So do you guys know what day it is? You're not even going to say, no, what day is uh, it? I, well, yeah. I mean, this weekend we had a beer release and it told me that it was BBK3. God, look at Nate, our marketing genius, that just tying in the brand new release of the BVK3 Draft Day IPA. Hazy IPA is available right now at Last Call Brewing in cans and on draft, unless we drank all of it last weekend, which maybe we did. I tried. 
Yeah, we 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 consumed uh, copious amounts of that liquid gold, and it was delicious. So delicious, so good. Everybody had a great time. Um, Scotch was carried off on 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 people's shoulders after his his great musical set. It, it was triumphant. It, yeah, yeah. I, I I crafted the perfect set that that mixed well with drunken shenanigans and good times. Yeah, I mean, speaking of crafting the perfect set, I mean, I think we need a we do need a, a draft order, right? Oh, that's a good, look at the segues that are just fucking flying. Oh, yeah, we are on point in 2024, y'all. So, um, yeah. So speaking I, of a draft, you're going to talk about me crafting the perfect set when I go take a shit right now. I thought that's what you were talking about. <laughs> okay, got it. Oh, uh, that's more like a, a, a shotgun set. You kind of just let it just fly out and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, speaking of, of, you know, perfect set, we all got hired as wedding DJs. Um, and you know, people had heard that we've got, you know, we've got some interest in music and some of us are really musically talented and some of us like music and some of us are just people. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we go ahead and got hired for a few different weddings and, uh, we, we hung out. We waited for the uh, the ceremony to be over, and then we took over to try to you know make the reception something special. So, uh-huh. give me one second. I gotta quickly hit this draft order boop, to boop, see boop, where boop, we go. Boop, beep, 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 beep. All right, there we go. Huh. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not exactly excited with this. All right. So, and uh, uh, and then you know what we we kind of talked about uh, how the results went, and and this kind of led to our draft order. So, uh, the the person who definitely did the worst fourth place out of our so like nobody liked their songs they, oh well, no, they, well here's like, what here's like what you did seventh Scotch. grade dance or something Scotch, this is what you did you uh this is what i did you uh uh played weird owls fat as the bride and groom's parents got up to get their food <laughs> during dinner and it wasn't as clever as you thought it was going to be well they are and you got beat up by the groomsmen and you know what they robbed you of the 24 dollars that was uh in your wallet so it was not a not a great event there. So you were last. You were fourth. I think the most insulting part is that I only have twenty-four dollars in my wallet. <laughs> that's that's what you got. All right. Um and and then the the third uh uh best of, of us was uh Zach, you know what? You would only play the Cupid Shuffle and the Cha Cha Slide over and over, <laughs> just back to back. And and the guests they they rioted and you didn't get paid and it was not the uh the most successful wedding DJ of all time. So that was pretty sad. Um, out. <laughs> in second, the, I actually did okay. Uh, I played a decent mix, but when I, I threw in the chicken dance as the father-daughter dance, I kind of lost all credibility, <laughs> and they, they cut my pay in half, so it was not optimal Is there. because she had a long neck? Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a chicken? Yeah, and she was dressed like a chicken, so I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of a very feathery wedding dress. And Nate, uh, you were actually the top notch, man. You played a perfect mix of songs, and uh, for the bridesmaids, two groomsmen, and the bride's mom, they all tried to hook up with you uh, that evening, and uh, you were paid double, and 23 random hookups occurred because of your skills on the turntable. Did, did I tell you that I was asked to be a DJ at a wedding recently? Um, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, I really was. You really was? All right. I was, <clears throat> the, 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 one of Courtney's friends was like, you know, their her sister, her, see, her sister is getting married in California, and they're like, we don't have a DJ. Do you think Nate would do it? And mm. me having no DJ experience and not being particularly musically inclined, I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. So, so, you're doing so, it? so you were currently Unclear. hired right now. Unclear. 
Okay. Last I heard, I, there was a Unclear. real chance I was going to be the DJ at the wedding. Interesting. I, I didn't DJ Can a you wedding. imagine what that would look like? You're going to play Wagon Wheel and... Uh, over and over. Over and over. <laughs> well, and, 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 and I'll probably try to find as many songs as I can that I can misread the words to, like sing along. <laughs> yeah. And you got to get the guitar out, out, get the guitar out at one point. Oh, sure. well, yeah. We're going to shut it, shut down the speakers entirely for a point, for a period. <laughs> anyway. I love it. Um, it's going to be like... I can do it, but can you sign me up for Spotify Premium for please? Because uh, I'm gonna need to get these songs. He's he's going off a Spotify list. All of a sudden, a commercial the, the comes commercial, on. The commercial for ser- <laughs> for servicing your furnace for about thirty seconds in the middle of the wedding. Um, I actually DJed. It wasn't a wedding, but it was a, a renewal of vows, and so it basically kind of ran like a wedding. And I and this was this just shows modern technology. I DJed from my phone the entire night yeah. yeah. and uh, I was on the dance floor and like talking to people like, Hey, play this. And I'll be like, okay, let me get this in the queue. And, and it was just kind of making it flow. I had the little fade in between, between songs. And uh, yeah, it was, it was if, DJ from my phone. If I had to rank all, all of us it's as, pretty legit. As, as, as DJs, I would rank you as number one for sure. I oh. think that you would bring the party. Uh, okay. I, don't, and, I like I, that. I think Zach would probably be second. I'd be third. You'd be last. I would be distant <laughs> last. I, the idea that I'm going to DJ this wedding is I, funny I, even to me. I would have and unchained yet, melody for the 17th. But here, here, here's the thing. Like, and this was, I think, the premise, which I think is correct, which is I'm a fuck it. I'll figure it out, dude. Which is like, yeah. I would be like, I'm going to marshal all my resources, including the three of you, to put together my playlist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go in there and be like, I'm, I'm just going to wing it. See, but I am kind of a wild card because, you know, I can always throw something so wild the problem, in there. Yeah. And, and yeah. if I could throw something that might just absolutely kill the party, like just thinking oh. like, I'm going to be clever here like, and I could really fuck it up. Mr. Bungle. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad DJed many a big parties at my house and it was like 90% great and 10% what the fuck. <laughs> That, that was going to be my point. I think Scott has tons of experience knowing what songs get people hyped up at parties. And uh, yeah, I'm Brad has say. tons of experience being like, you have to listen to that. <laughs> this is so weird. And that is not what people want to hear at a party. Yeah, I, I, I think I think my love of monster ballads and hair metal might kind of skew my results a little bit, but you're you're right. I I, I have w- been in a wedding band for most of my life, so I yeah. kind of know yeah, exactly. how to how to make a party. And you could actually be like, I'm going to pick up the guitar for a minute, whereas yeah, I would yeah. be like, okay, wagon wheel for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our order: we've got Nate, and then myself, and then Zach, and then Scotch. We Scotch and I were talking earlier. I was like, I I think I really want the fourth pick in this draft, and he's like, me too. And here he is. He's got fourth. So yeah, now I'm going to fuck it up. Holy shit. And before we get going on this draft, um, I do want to say that BBK is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. The Deluxe Edition Network is a network of podcasts who all have, uh, oh, Jesus, that was weird. A, I just got a Facebook invite friend request from somebody who's dead. So that's awesome, Facebook. Oh. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> this is no intense. Just showed up on my phone. I was looking. I was like, oh, okay. I wonder if that's a fake account. I'm, it might be. I'm sorry. So, yeah, we're part of the Deluxe Edition Network, and that's a, a network of podcasts with all sorts of topics. And we are the podcast of the year for the Deluxe Edition Network, as well as Scotch. What else are we? We are the podcast of the month for January. Yay! Woo! Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, and uh, along with uh, our friends over at Barrel H Flicks, those guys are uh, a lot of fun. They they talk about movies. They do a lot of drinking. They have a wheel of punishment when when they screw things up. Then they have to spin the wheel and drink horrible things. So it's a lot of fun. So go check them out. Um, 
uh, barrel age flicks and uh, sometimes they just sometimes they just puke whether they're being punished or not <laughs> that's what i've heard that's what hank was saying good times all right so most memorable needle drops we're looking for those movies where the music and what's going on the visuals just it just hits you it hits right in your feels and you're like damn this is just a perfect match of uh audio and visual so that's what we're going for and I, I, I'm saying I have a number one and I'm wondering if, did you guys feel like you have a, a one of one? I no, absolutely I do not. Do not. And, okay. and I would even say further, I don't, I think of all the categories that we've ever done, this is the one that is I, I, the most subjective. Like right. th- they're all subjective, but this one I'm like, in some ways it's the universe of movies, right? Every yeah. movie has right. a song and almost every movie that's any good has a song in it that we like the combination of scene and song is so important mm-hmm. that it's just like, I feel like you could, you know, I mean, there's obviously some that are more well-known and others and memorable, but I, I really think this is a tough one. So I really went with I think the we, movies I liked. And we, songs yeah. I liked. We, we, I think we easily could have gone like eight rounds and all had still like banger teams. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So I'm going to pick one well, here. That's going to, I, I think we, no one's, no one's uh top um, and probably not even maybe on the, on their top five. That's what you're going with? Yeah. I can't wait to hear um, it. I'm taking Tiny Dancer from Almost Famous. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely on my list. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I I just, I I love the movie so much. And for me, among other things, and sort of working backwards, I think Tiny Dancer was had a revival because of the movie, right? And like, oh, yeah. because it's such a prominent... Um, now this sort of gets to this, like, you know, it's just, you know, they're, they're seeing the part, right? And then, but then the song itself comes in. Right. Um, and so it's, well, it's, and it's a very pivotal part of the movie. You know, they're, the band's having a lot of, you know, strife right. going and on. The and the music itself it, kind of music brings, brings them back, them back together. together in yeah. a way that's very fitting for the movie, but feels sort of believable that like they have this moment that where they remember, right? Like why they're together. Yeah. And, it's all about the music. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I, I just gave myself goosebumps. Yeah, and maybe, that's maybe, when maybe he's like, I got to go home and you got the, I, I got to go home and you're already home. Right. Yeah. So you got yeah. the, the great lines there. So yeah, th- this kind of goes in the whole thing we were discussing though, is like they do interact with the song and, uh, and ultimately there's some dialogue and stuff. Right. So, but I, I agree. It, yeah. That's, that was in my, my top okay. five. No, that's it for me. Yep. All right. That leaves me my number one. I did have a number one that I was going to go for. And this is the, this is by far the most like visceral reaction I had ever to like a song, like a needle drop. And I was in the theater um, I was having the time of my life, enjoying the fuck out of this movie, and uh, my roommate and his his girlfriend were just like, "The fuck are we watching?" <laughs> and that is Fight Club. When you've got where is my mind at the end, when he, you, you got the building start blowing up, and he says, "I've been in a really strange place in my life," or you you met me at a really strange place in my life, and then those t- all those buildings start falling down, and that song comes in, and it was like I said, I was listening to the Pixies at the time pretty heavily and i was just like oh my god this is like my favorite pixie song and it's coming in at a movie i just i couldn't get enough of and uh yeah i mean we almost did this draft for that movie yeah because of that right. that is true so um that is my my one of one where is my mind i knew Fight some, somebody else was going to draft that one for sure i i knew either you or zach would probably grab that at some point at some point zach, so wait, no? wait at one. some point there's even an argument you think it's number one as well yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just it, it's one of those it's one of those things that it did it didn't hit me as hard as it did you guys. Again, I'm not as huge of a fan of that movie, and so 
you know, there's so many in the past that I, that I, that were important to me that that's just not up there for me. I just, and I knew it was up there for sure, but I, I just knew you guys would grab it. All right. Zach, you are on the clock. Our non-existent that's clock. Tough. I, was re- I was really hoping that was going to get to me, but it did not. I didn't think it would. Um, I've just got my fingers crossed now that should I lose? Should I lose from the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my plan. So you're going to do, 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 do. Is that hereditary? <laughs> no, not, not hereditary. Uh, yeah, yeah, hereditary. Yeah, hereditary. But that was made for the movie, I right. think. And that's not like a cover. Good point. Yeah, I don't know if that was. <laughs> I did see that. I it, am gonna go. Okay, with, here we go. I didn't. I didn't need a vamp anymore. I'm gonna go with the end by the doors in Apocalypse Now, in the opening scene of Apocalypse Now. Not, not Flight of the Valkyrie, but the end by the doors is what I'm gonna go with. That's interesting because it, it it plays the beginning and it plays at the end when they're. Uh, Hacking, the hacking end, up right. the cow, like that's kind of wild. So you're going from like the beginning. Doesn't matter. We'll okay. go with both. I'll, we'll we'll just leave both. it there. Now, that, this this brings counts. up a question: Should I be putting artists as well, or just the song titles? Uh, so far, I put Tiny Dancer, Almost Famous. I put Where's My Mind, Fight Club. I put The End, Apocalypse Now. I think the judge can figure out the I, artist if it's. I, yeah, I think I think okay. movie song title, and yeah. I've got song title movies. He's, yeah, he's going to okay. need artists by the fourth round, guys. We'll see. But, you know, that goes to, you know, it's like, is, is that important to the whole category as a fact? It's like, if you don't know who sings it, or, and if you can't think of the song, then that might be bad. Who knows? Okay. I don't know. So. All right, Mr. Rapparito, who's so excited. He gets both of his probably top choices. I don't think any of these have been his top choice yet. So They, they actually have not. So um, here we go. I don't think I've second-guessed myself more. Than this when, draft, than this draft. When I was doing my own pre-rankings, and I'm I'm looking at them now, and I'm starting to second guess myself again. Definitely something that I'm thinking about. Keeping in mind is like when I think of the song, do I think of the scene? Do I think of the movie? And then also just how 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 big the it is as far as in the history of of, of cinema is how important it is. My number one's got to be 2001: A Space Odyssey. Thus spoke Zarathustra, which is just an iconic opening sequence and people probably think it's a soundtrack but it's actually a piece of classical music and um it's been used in so many other movies too but um the opening of that film is is super important so i i don't remember how to spell that's the monkey scene zarathustra yeah yeah, so that the sun uh, horizon the sun coming over the horizon and then the monkeys rising up i've never seen that movie i don't think um, it's been a long mm, time. Mm, mm, I was much, mm, much younger. Mm, mm, so anyway, yeah, that's that, classic. That's kind of the one that I felt I kind of had to grab. That's that's a cinematic classic for sure. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and then I'm gonna pick f- from my heart on this one. This this scene, it's just iconic in, in movies, and it was a very emotional part of the film, and. Um, Holding the ghetto blaster over his head, playing Peter Gabriel in your eyes. Okay, that's. I mean, like, <laughs> certainly, certainly that song and that movie are like as tied together. When as I think, any when I hear things. that song, I think of the scene. I think yeah. of the movie, and that, yeah, that it, scene's been used in it, and it's been recreated a bunch of different pop culture yeah. things. Wearing that so. like trench coat that he's got on, and yeah. he's, yep. he's got the ghetto blaster up there. Yep, for sure. So I, I dig that. I dig that. There's so many ways you can go. Damn it. 
All right, Zach, we are back to you. All right, so oh, man, if you steal my song, since Brad so stole mine, since Brad stole mine, I'm gonna steal his, and I'm gonna go with. We did not talk about this, but I bet you he'll be pissed. We're gonna go with uh, "Stuck in the Middle with You" from Reservoir oh, for God. Okay, you didn't take it, but that is a good one. That, that was, is, is a that good not one. it? Oh. <laughs> I almost grabbed that, Zach. That was I was teetering between those two. I was going to take it with my first pick, but I let it, I let it slide. So I'm, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Gosh, man, you guys are making me so happy. Even if I lose this draft, I'm just happy that I got basically my top two, basically my top two. So, um, yeah, this, and, and then this one might piss off Nate. And I was telling earlier, I, I said that last night I was just kind of just going back over my list and thought of one. I was like, Holy fuck. How have I not thought of that yet? Like, Holy shit. Like, I would have been so upset if I didn't think of this one and then somebody would have drafted I would have just like lost my mind. Um, there's a, a scene in a movie that really can just about bring me to tears almost every time. And it's uh, I'm because of BVK, I actually got to watch this movie and I was just like, holy shit, of, of the people here, I'm the biggest MMA fan and I still had never watched the movie. Hmm. And uh, when I finally watched Warrior, I was like, God damn, this is like, I just, I just always expected that an MMA movie would be kind of cheesy and, and it's warrior is not cheesy at all. Heart. And this song, I mean, uh, well, you should announce the song. Okay. Uh, it's about today by the national. Um, it basically carries the movie yeah. out, uh, and it, and it starts at the end of the, uh, the, the second round of their fight. And, uh, it's just it's so perfect. It's just a great, amazing needle drop. And I know that the, the directors like did everything to make sure that everything matched up just well, so, well, so, so supposedly, right. I mean, I remember when we did the, the movie, did we do them? Have we done, we have not, you got it, it was a basement. Tape. It was a basement. basement tape. Tape. We got it. We might have to bring that back. I think we need to run that one back. I totally agree. And I, and I did watch it because you guys kept talking about it so many times and gosh, damn, it's a great. Movie. So supposedly the director and the writer or the, the two writers, I think, they wrote the scene, the final scene with that song playing on a loop. Oh, wow. Um, and so I think it's like, you know, when you say it matches up, I mean, I think it's very intentional, right? They yeah. knew that that song was going to carry it out. And and it's just, it's, it's surprising. It's one of those things that they I mean, you kind of don't know what's going to happen in the end. And, and just to bring in this kind of mellow song and, and uh, in such an emotional scene and, and Nick Nolte is the one that actually does it for me. Cause every time you see Nick Nolte, it like cuts to him. You can just see him like, just realizing, God, I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. I've been a fucking terrible father. And just like, he just, th just like, it's maybe four times they show him. And every time his face just says so much without mm -hmm. actually saying any words. And I don't know. Well, I think to me, that's, that's a really good example of a song that I don't really love on its own. I think it's a little bit repetitive and uh, it's, it's okay. I like the national. I don't think that's their best song by any means, right. but in that scene and with that stuff going on in the background, the visuals just hit, make it hit so hard. Well, and it's one that if I hear it now, it's just, I, I see the scene in my head. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't ever, I, I cannot hear that song without it. It, the scene living with it so and i think it's one of those times that if i watch that scene if you turn that music off and i watch that scene it's, i don't think it gets much emotion out of me uh, right but the combination just does exactly 100% my point. Agree. yeah, yeah. So. kind of kind of like the end of rudy like if that music wasn't playing on rudy like would it be really that yeah, yeah. Like, no that's amazing, true yeah. that's true okay Nate, um, did, I, did i steal that was that on your list or uh no it wasn't actually oh wow my, my biggest thing is so I, i've only seen the movie one time and i did watch it fairly recently and i don't know the song 
I, I don't even know. I can't even picture it right now at all, but I've only watched it once. So yeah, that, I, that would be my only. So I downloaded the song and listened like to it fairly if, often. If, so. if the judge hasn't seen it or doesn't know it, then it could hurt you. But I'm, but, but it's, I, I, I'm very, I hope we tell it. our judge definitely YouTube, YouTube it. Yeah. Cause most YouTube of these assist. should be, the scenes yeah. should be on YouTube since yeah. they're, they're pretty famous scenes. So. I'm thinking he's probably seen that though. Yeah. He sees a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm going to do two here that I'm going to kind of continue the theme, which is that the characters interact with the song directly. Mm-hmm. The first one is Wayne's world, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh-huh. And this one, like, in fairness, I was not, I mean, I was young enough that like queen, I knew queen, but I, I don't know that I knew this song before the movie. And so for me, like this was, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody was Wayne's world and Wayne's world's Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, it was just so overwhelming. Absolutely iconic for sure. You can picture them in the car, you know, doing, you know, singing along. And, um, so anyway, that's, you know, for me, an easy one. So that's two sing-alongs. That's funny. And the third sing-along. Uh, Free Fallen, Jerry Maguire. Um, It was on my list. Which I, I, again, you know, like it's such a, I I also would make the case that that one also has kind of a like, you know, he's letting go a little bit in the car. He sort of, you know, it's like continues this like, you know, kind of like feeling more free, right? All of a sudden and not, you know, shackled by what he was doing before. So I, I also just love the song. I love Tom Petty. Um, and so that's a, that's an easy one for me. Yeah. And it's, I mean, he switches between a few different songs first and he's trying to find the one that gives him the right vibe. And then finally that comes on and that's the one he like just lets loose with. Yeah. So I do kind of dig that. It has that, that funny little end to it as he's driving off. It's like, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he's singing along. And he's a pretty, he's pretty bad at singing. He's not great. Which is, which is sort of like makes it in some ways for me better and funnier. Well, that makes it real because like right. mo- most people who sing along in the car probably, bad. probably aren't great. Yeah. Holy shit. Now I'm, I'm getting to the point where I can go with classics of cinema, mm-hmm. but I, I don't want to do that. I want to do ones that I actually like had a reaction to. And there's a few that are going to get left behind that really, really make me sad. Um, I don't know. We might have an hour and a half long uh, also rants because this is, this yeah, is pretty crazy. Yeah. There's so many guys. All right. So my next I'm going to go with and uh, I feel like I'm, I'm stealing from Nate again. I'm gonna take both sides now. Joni Mitchell, Love Actually. That's a that's <laughs> I a thought great that was one. a Nate pick for sure. Because I, again, this is a scene that that it hits you in the feels. Like when that song comes in, like I, this movie, I, I kind of laugh about this movie, and and I have a love hate relationship with it. But that scene, the acting in it, the song is perfect, yeah. and and it just well, man, it just it, it it does all the emotions in you for sure. And it works on so many levels because he gives her this incredibly sad, incredibly heavy, like song on a CD instead of the, you know, so literally the gift of the song is the thing that reveals the sadness that the song conveys. And the the crazy thing is though, it's actually a a pretty thoughtful gift because she's talked about how much she loves the song and, and, and loves her. And so he's sitting here thinking he's giving her the best gift ever. Not obviously he's a dirtbag because whatever. Um, but the best part to me is when she, when she realizes she has to go put on her face and, and just fake it. Yeah. Kids and, and, oh gosh. Zach, I I remember you mentioning like when she like adjusts the bed, like that's the part where it's like, she's trying to get herself back into. It was Cliff. 
It oh. was Cliff that said that actually. Oh, oh, oh shit! Wow. Look at that pandering. Look at that goddamn <laughs> yeah, pandering. Son of a bitch! Yeah. Oh uh, shit! I forgot. Yeah. We haven't announced the judge yet, but that's a very that's foreshadowing of some. I did one of Cliff's favorite scenes. <laughs> right after I took that, I was trying to think. I was like, "Was Cliff on? He was on Love Actually." So it it actually worked out, and I swear I didn't oh, think about yeah, it. Oh, whatever. Yeah, cheating cheater, son gentlemen. You have to take me at my honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. That's a nonsense statement. Zach, cool. you're, Zach, you're up. Uh, Zach, what do we got? I'm so ready. Okay. So I'm going to go with Derek and the Dominoes song, Layla in Goodfellas. Playing while they show like this sort of aftermath of their uh, of their heist. I'm su- dudes are just like dead in the thing and fucking... That's a classic. I'm surprised that Brad, that Brad hasn't grabbed that yet because you, 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 we've actually almost did this draft because of that too because of that yeah on goodfellas yep i know that's that's that is a great one and it's just the 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 outro piano part that comes in and it's just yeah they're going through all the different dead bodies and it's pretty pretty wild i dig that one i I, that's a good pick i feel like right now it's between me and you zach it's between me and you zach (laughs) i'm calling our shot i need to pander more than yeah um all right i'm i i went you know with the classic film to start I went with something emotional in the second one. I'm going to go for pure fun on this one from, from, from my heart. And I'll tell you what, whenever I think of this song, I picture a guy up on the bar doing a silly dance, and that's Tequila, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> I, don't, I, cause I don't care anymore. I love it. It just it, 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 just makes me want to point to my dick. <laughs> it's just so fun. That, <laughs> dance, <laughs> that dance is ridiculous. It just makes you smile. You think about it. Rest, rest in peace, Paul Rubens oh, passed away in 2023. And uh, no, that is that is a classic. That I, again, it's, that's like one of those. No one's gonna. I say that's with Bohemian Rhapsody, where it's like I didn't really know the song prior to seeing the movie. Right. Where it's like all of a sudden now that song, all I think of is yeah, him just doing his stupid dance for sure. I mean, I, I think that song no was like no entirely it, lost always, if that movie didn't come around. Yeah, yeah. I always think of that song in the, in the Sandlot. Oh, it was in the Sandlot yeah, too. That's a good yeah, point. they played in it. The, they played in the Sandlot. Oh, when they were all taking shots, was that um, when they're at, at, was that, was that <laughs> they're what was like playing puking. when they're puking on the on, at the at the fair? Yes, yeah, yeah, on, like it's the, when they're on the, the fair, on the yeah. yep, good call. Yep. <laughs> all right, your final okay. pick. You can get you get to uh, in this draft first. The first competitor to in their picks. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Another iconic um, scene when you think of the song. Um, I, I, when I hear the song, I think of think of of Tom Cruise dance around in his underwear, old time rock and roll and risky business. Oh, that's a good one. I've been pissing off my my daughter lately because uh, <laughs> I've been referring to famous Toms as Thomases, and I'm like, she had a, she <laughs> my this is a random story, but my d- daughter likes to go thrift shopping, and so uh, a couple days ago, I was at the dinner table, and she's wearing a a Michigan sweater from the 1998 Rose Bowl. It's like basically a sweater that you got when Michigan played in the Rose Bowl and they uh-huh. won. Brian Greasy was the quarterback. And okay. I was like, I believe Thomas Brady was on that team. He's like, why are you calling him Thomas? <laughs> and then we were talking about movies or something and, and Tom Cruise like was on the screen and I was like, oh, there's Thomas Cruise. And she's like, why are you doing that? His name's Tom. <laughs> that is weird. It sounds so wrong. Thomas Cruise and Thomas, Thomas Brady. Cruise. I love it. Yeah. Zach. Last pick. So 
I'm going to go. I don't even like looking at my list right now because I'm just like, I know I've got one pick left and there's so many that are going to get left behind. I know. Makes me sad. Gosh, dang it. I'm going to go with um, somebody whose early work was a little too new wave for my taste. But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own commercially and artistically. (laughs) I'm going to go with American Psycho, Hip to be Square, when Patrick Bateman is killing his nemesis and uh, murdering fools. Hey, Paul. Huey Lewis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loudly on his old stereo system that I wish I had. Oh, I just as he's walking around, prepping everything, getting everything ready, and it's Dancing. just like, oh, so crazy. <laughs> Paul, and he's just sitting there, just like all just drugged out and tweaked out on the on the couch. Oh, so that's good. pretty. That's pretty awesome. That's probably the least surprising pick of this whole draft. Is that going with American Psycho? <laughs> I had it absolutely on my list, though. It, that's one of those just gosh, I, I wanted to, but okay. So now it becomes just chaos for me because I've got to figure out. There's so many that that make me feel something that I just don't think they're going to just go necessarily over well. So let's go ahead and move to. I think I just throw a wacky one in there. Do and, it. And just, you know, it, no, it's been used in too many movies. All right, here we go. (laughs) This is a a movie we didn't do too long ago. And, you know, it gets the creepies going. It gets the, uh, it's kind of horrifying, but it just puts you a little little insight into the crazy mind of Buffalo Bill. Ah. I'm going to do Goodbye goodbye Horses, (laughs) Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) Goodbye Horses. That's a good call. That, just though it's just a pretty little melody that's coming in and and but it's just a horrific scene i'd fuck me <laughs> i'd fuck me <laughs> yeah so i can't and then it got remixed in uh jay and silent bob strike back which was uh very funny too or maybe it's clerks no clerks too clerks too it got brought back you you brought up something interesting you said it's been used in too many movies there there, ha- there were a couple that that popped in my brain at one point that i was like they're just so overdone now they've been in so many movies and I was like, well, but the original is this. And it definitely kind of skewed my thought process on this whole thing. I was like, fuck it. This, at that time, it was amazing. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we'll talk about that again in all Yeah, more, Yeah. So. And that's, I was going to go with one. And I thought, you know what? It actually has another iconic scene that yeah. it was used in. And actually three iconic scenes. And we'll talk about that later. So. Yeah. All right, Nate. You're obviously talking about bad to the bone in Problem Child, right? <laughs> <laughs> about. It was also used in T2, and yeah, like, yep. yeah. T2 yep. was there. I was thinking, yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna finish. Uh, I'm gonna finish my theme. I'm gonna take it all the way through. Dude, look at that. I, love I like it. it. The um, theme is fun. I th- uh, any I, minute that drops a theme gets extra and, points. And, in you my know, book. there's a lot of options here. So you know, this is a good one. It, there's, I, I can see the crit- criticisms of this one, but with the last round pick, why not? Yeah. This one not only is like incredibly memorable but also like comedic in that it's forced it's totally not believable it's totally attempting to foreshadow something in a way that kind of is is square peg round hole is this my best friend's wedding johnny be good in back to the future what right i I can't believe that brad didn't the idea that he sort of like is you know he's playing it and then and then chuck berry gets the idea for the song you know, he's terrible at, at sort of like pretending he's actually singing it. It's totally not believable. And yet it's just so good. And, you know, well, you know, maybe, maybe you guys aren't ready for that one yet. My, my only thought I on this one, power of love. Well, so I, I love that. I, I, I agree. Power of love. Wasn't that made for the movie though? 
I believe. Well, actually, I oh, think it was it? made for a different movie and used for that. Am I wrong about this? We'd have to research, which we don't. Back really in do Time that. was definitely written for. Yeah. For the movie, I don't know if Power of Love was, but but I do love the. I'm late for what? For school. And then boom, oh, that drop. Oh, and then the, the oh, moment. Sure. Yeah. And he's on a skateboard. That's pretty legit. Yeah. So I guess. I, so I thought about Johnny B. Good. And I, a, I thought I can't believe Brad didn't grab it because that's his favorite movie ever. And but he's kind of performing it, even though he's tech, he is lip syncing. That's not him really singing. So it was in a gray area for me as far as does this count? But or, the track or, that we hear, yeah, is the actual. I think is the actual song. Am I right? I don't think it's actually, it's probably some guy. According to Rolling Stone, Power of Love was wrote by Huey Lewis for Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think it counted. I don't think that's Chuck Berry's voice, but it could be. I don't know. Okay. That's a good question. Johnny B. Good, E on the end of good. Is that correct? I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Yes. Anyway. It's definitely not Michael J. Fox. That's a fact. So it, that that would be my only. Th- I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, there, it doesn't count. I, again, there are problems with this pick, but I was like, you know what? If I'm talking, if I'm going to stick with the performance, yeah, there are some other ones I like, but that's the. I like the one. And, I and folks, if you're in for some nostalgia, stick around because, uh, well, one, we've got a returning guest um, who's going to be judging this draft, Cliffy Chamberlain, longtime friend of the pod, and he uh, he's going to be dishing out some results, but also. For nostalgia's sake, I mean, this also rans might be epic. It, it might yeah. be. We might have to try yeah, to put yeah. a limit on it or something, but it's yeah, gonna we're be, gonna have to put a limit on it. It's gonna be pretty long. It's one of those. I, I want to put a limit on it, but I don't too because I know there's gonna be some good things. ones. You just want to yell out. Yeah, we might just have to do a speed round, something. Like, bah, yeah. bah, 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 bah. or just pick the ones that give you the most feels. Like I mean, because there is some that we could just we all agree are, are iconic, but I just I want to pick a few that just like really hit me the yeah. hardest. Yeah. So, all right, I guess we'll be back. Huh? Yeah, we will be back and uh, listen to these commercials and we will see you in a second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where podcasts have become bland and stale, one podcast dares to stand above. Barrel Age Flicks Podcast. We're reviewing drinks, breaking down movies, busting each other's balls, and we're big in Hong Kong. Barrel Age Flicks Season 4. It's in the bottle. Yeah, yo. Available on Spotify, Apple Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, TikTok, YouTube, Patreon, and OnlyFans. Metrics, YouTube assist. Gonna point out all the shit that we missed. It's the draft judge crushing dreams once again. Oh man, I never get tired of hearing that sweet voice. It is such a great song. When, when you're on Zoom and listening in, it sounds so terrible. <laughs> it sounds really <laughs> weird and disembodied and like gone. So I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Oh, it was, it was terrific in our headphones. So, hey, welcome back, folks. We are ready to uh, bring out our special guest today. And if you are a longtime BBK listener, you will realize that this is the fourth time that this gentleman has joined us. And uh, he is a very prestigious 
longtime actor who has been in uh, a lot of movies and TV shows that you have seen, and also is a part of the He's an ensemble member of uh, Steppenwolf in Chicago, which is go. like Steppenwolf, which in is Chicago. in the theater world is like upper upper echelon. So that's a big deal. Yes, it was. It was cool that Steppenwolf, after you know creating a hit song, they decided to create a, a very cool uh, uh, actors <laughs> collective in uh, Chicago. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Cliff, Cliff Chamberlain, what's going on, my boy? What is up? Uh, Gentlemen, very happy to be back. I feel uh, it's a really an honor to have come back four times. That's a bigger honor than than Steppenwolf by far. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, four, oh, four yeah. time guest. Like, that should resume, go up above <laughs> for sure, right up above it's Steppenwolf. It's, it's, it's one of my special <laughs> special skills on my resume. Four time uh, <laughs> podcast guest on the BVK. Yes, sir. Uh, no, I'm good. It's freezing cold here in Chicago, uh, out in in the Midwest. It's funny. I still say Chicago sometimes when I just am talking about where I live, even though I haven't lived in <laughs> Chicago proper for <laughs> fucking seven years. Um, a lot of snow out here. So it's, uh, I was thinking like, it's, you know, it's noon right now. And I was like, do I have a beer while I'm talking to you guys now? Noon on a Friday. And I thought about it and I went with coffee instead. I hope that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We were just discussing the fact that we've all got our, uh, our, our Coke zeros and diet Pepsis out. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little too early for us out here at ten in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so before we jump into the judging, so, so re- relatively recently, we were coming off the actor strike, and I was curious yeah. to get your take on, you know, like both the ex- both like your sort of take on the on the the disagreement and the the like outcome how does this change things for working actors but also the experience of going through the strike and like what that was like and and you know how that really changes things for your day-to-day your your income all the things yeah i think um just in in terms of what the what we were striking over and you know so much of it is based on the wild west of what the industry has become just in terms of uh, the way that streaming platforms have sort of taken over um, uh, in terms of most of the uh, output of shows is a lot of it's on streaming platforms and, and which is really great and always has been great. I mean, those are the shows that I enjoy watching. I've certainly enjoyed working on uh, projects on some of those platforms. Um, It's just, you know, for a time there, it just opened up possibilities for work, which was really uh, awesome. And then you get to that point where you sort of realize that there's, you know, uh, a lot of money being made in certain places, which, hey, great, um, way to go. And also, there's no, there's no infrastructure that has been uh, built yet because it's been moving so fast for how actors can be um, paid for the work they've done. It's called, mm-hmm. they're called you know, it's the res- residuals. Um, and the standard residual market for um network shows, ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC, like that honestly is how I make my living, right? So in terms of what you're asking financially, like my sort of base salary on the year is really based on residuals. It's, it's I, I, the money that I make for shows that I've done kind of is always sort of humming in the background like a passive income that mm-hmm. I can sort of rely on to uh, get by. And that's a lot of working actors have, you know, built their careers on that. So that's all fine when uh, network shows are, a lot of network shows are out there like there used to be. Only a short amount, short time ago, you know, when I first started going to LA for pilot season in 2013, 
I was going out there for the network pilot season, right? The first pilot I booked, first TV show I booked was on NBC called State of Affairs. And, you know, it's a big deal. A lot of us actors would go out there to, the, to L.A. To, to try to get one of those things. Now, there's just so much less network shows. So the possibility to get one is so much smaller, which means the residual market for those shows is much less. And if there is no residuals, you know, for streaming shows, it really just kind of squeezes the possibility to make a career out of it. So in terms of like, so let's say you're on a network show and then that goes to a streaming platform because lots of things, and, and you mentioned like the NBC, uh, CBS, but what about stuff that originally was on one of the, the, the cable networks and then, so there's yeah, no, resi- nothing. even no, stuff that was originally like, you know, if you go back, for example, like the shield was on FX before it was ever on a streaming platform. Um, right. there was no, resi- there would have been no residual from that. Not if it's, I, I don't believe so. If it went, when it sells to Netflix, then right. there's no, I, I think the, the suits like cast talked a lot about that, that, Hey, this is like the number one show on Netflix. So it's making Netflix a ton of money, but they're not seeing any of that, Ouch, um, that sucks. because it's just not built in. Yeah. And so I, and again, I don't think anybody thought about these things. I, I remember I've heard Bill Simmons talk about this on his podcast when they sold 30 for 30 to Netflix. Netflix was just like, we'll take everything you got. And everyone's like, you want to buy our, like we've already run this, like, here you go. And then all of a sudden people wake up and they're like, holy shit, we need to own this ourselves. You know, and that's why something like friends is on Netflix for a while. And then NBC, once they create their own platform, they buy it back. Right. So, yeah. So any of, uh, you know, some of the shows I've done on the streaming platforms that were originally on those platforms, I've gotten residuals from. And so, um, so does the new contract structure, you know, does that, does it settle this issue so that actors are able to get the equivalent of residuals from shows that are, I think it's certainly, yeah, it's certainly like, you know, certainly helps. I mean, it's certainly like a steps in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just sort of how it actually got resolved it's the same thing as like streaming rights for music, right? Mm-hmm. Spotify and Apple music and all that. Again, yeah. Paid for that intellectual property. Yeah, exactly. So there's, and I, I wouldn't really equate it to, um, what was the one that was, uh, what was like the first one? Nap- I'm blanking Napster. on the name of the first one. Napster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, it's not really like that, but there was a time when there was just zero financial, um, payments toward any of the artists right even if now on spotify or apple music if it's a fraction of what they should be getting napster was like we're giving it to you for free no matter what oh, um, people were so down people like downloading that, movies and stuff uh, like crazy uh, too. unfortunately yeah unfortunately i know all too well about napster oh yeah you would know my 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 band uh we were signed in 2000 and that was the height of napster and right, we, right. we we found out that our single that was released, which was added to all these radio stations across the, the nation, was downloaded over two hundred thousand times on Napster for free. Wow. And yeah. and then yeah. there, and then our record didn't sell because everybody was just getting the music for free. And that was one of the things yeah. that, that really hurt a, a band that was trying to, to make it big. So yeah, that yeah. was crazy. Yeah. But it's like it's and it's weird. Like with even nowadays with, with Spotify and everything, you it, it it's easier to get your music out and not be on a label anymore. And there there's so much more opportunity and get money on your own but then at the same time the residuals are so tiny unless you have a billion listens you're you're still making nothing it's just it's they're still working on it and i I know the music's gotten a little better 
but it's still you get nothing. Well, and you guys don't even have a union. Like I mean, right. that's that's the thing with Cliff is like I mean that that union yeah. is realizing, hey, we can all band together and say we're not going to work, and nobody's going to make money unless you guys fix our contract. Right. Versus bands don't really but have <laughs> any recourse. Musicians have the have the ability to go on tour. Right. Yeah. play live shows and sell merch that like cliff probably doesn't have any merch i don't think so anyways if he does, if he I does i'm yeah. just gonna say if you have no, merch and I, I don't have any i'm pissed if, if you do a one-man <laughs> show I, I here in modesto I, we'll check it out man for sure <laughs> i had i think i had uh merch from my one person show I mean, or we've had merch from uh uh like wristbands from my theater company in a in Chicago that I've Sand, made with Sandbox with Productions, right? Sandbox, yeah. 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 And there's definitely Steppenwolf merch out there. We have actually have good good merch from Steppenwolf. So, so, but, uh, so is, is, it, is, it, is it like a baseball team? <laughs> Do you have like a number? Like, can I get your, your Steppenwolf jersey with your name on the back? Yeah, Chamberlain on the back. It'd be 22, <laughs> I think 22. 22 is my number. There you go, Will Clark. There so, you go. So what was it uh, like? It's uh, always been my number. What was it like during the strike? I mean, I, I you know. Well, you know what's funny? It wasn't that much different than normally when I'm usually unemployed only then I could say like, Oh, I'm on strike. And people will go, Oh, okay. That's cool. They're like, yeah, you fight the man. Just saying, yeah, I'm not working. I was going to say, it's had to have been weird going from COVID, which was like, that was definitely a big change for actors. And then now, then, then all of a sudden hitting right into a strike. It's like, damn, the last four years have been pretty wild for, for working actors. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, it, it, it makes me like, I get oddly sort of emotional without even really, wanting to um talking about it because covid was interesting because everybody was you know the strike shut uh, the strike to shut everything down right in terms of i'm sorry covid shut everything down and that we were all like faced with this sort of like existential real existential crisis for a while though as a world as a species right we're like what is happening so that felt a little bit different than the strike where um like that we, I could still do theater. It's a different union, but uh, I just wasn't. There was no, you know, I, I, no plays are sort of right, and so it was fucking hard. I'll tell you. I, I'll just tell you that. Like, um, I love being a working actor. It's and and I, I probably looking back on it have put too much of my character and my stock and my worth into into that but too late now like that's what i am (laughs) and it's what i you know like it's what i am it's what i do it's what i love and without it 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 was hard it's still hard it's still hard sort of like um just sort of coming out of it and 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 that you know this is a little bit of a wake-up call again in terms of like uh where i put my own worth um I'm very happy to not be on strike. I'll tell you that. Much. I'm happy that we. I'm happy that we asked for the things we needed, and that we're we we uh, came to like a good resolution and um, are moving forward. Um, but man, it was fucking hard. And you didn't seriously hard, consider hard, hard. putting on like a Mr. Potato Head mask and just, you know, scabbing it for, well, you know, just get that, get a little of that dopamine. You know what I mean? Just get a little of that juice. I, well, no, I, no, God, I mean, <laughs> you know, like that when, like, <laughs> knowing I could do some theater was nice. I mean, knowing yeah. that I could go to Steppenwolf and do, you know, even just having that little outlet and um, I'm trying to even think if I, I mean, I, you know, there's times when you try to, I tried writing a little bit on my own, just at home or, you, or I coached softball. I mean, those are things I'll look back. I coached my girl's softball team and like, I could never do that 
yeah. when I'm working because there's always a chance that I'd be like, hey, I'm the manager of this team and sorry, I got to go to Texas for three weeks. Good luck, y'all. Like, I, it just, that would not feel good. Um, but man, I really missed going to Texas for three weeks. <laughs> or there's no possibility. Like, um, I just, you know, it, it's, and also too, like, I, I think I may made this joke before too, like living here where I live now, which has been like, you know, small town, small ish town in Indiana. If people see me around, I think one guy made this joke to me. If he, he's like, so if I see you here, you're not working. Right. Basically it's like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Thanks, could, buddy. That's cool. Yeah. Cool observation. I, I could. <laughs> yeah. But he's right. I mean, I, but there's always a chance, like, when you're not on strike, like, yes, I, I am technically, I have to make an audition tape later today and I could be gone tomorrow. But when you're on strike, it's really like um, the, the sort of sense of hope or possibility, which I realize I've sort of staked my, a lot of my outlook on and career on is the like, something's coming. And when that's taken away, it's like, oh, shit, nothing's coming. Um, what do I do? So aside from coaching softball and trying my damnedest to just focus on my wife and my kids, and thank God for my wife. And, um, but, you know, sometimes I, there's work really matters to me. So yeah. that's yeah. my long answer to say fucking suck. <laughs> and, and, you know, before I. Yeah. All right. So you're here. Mm -hmm. You're here to judge, and and you famously, yeah, you famously judge by feel. So I can't wait because, and, and this yeah. is kind of a good draft <laughs> yeah. for that. This is the most. It, it was an immediate feel, and I have an. I had an immediate winner. Okay. Oh, like, right. oh wow. Immediately. Okay. And so, uh, how, how do we want to? How do we want to do this? Wanna... All right. So, but do you? And you famously have a few times not issued a fourth third and second place Do, does this time around can you can you rank them can you go can you go with a fourth a third a second and a first or, or are you basically winner uh, and everybody else is losers <laughs> well like i'm i'm thinking like it's like a there's like a single out of this uh draft right there's going to be a single in the rest of the record it's like a one-hit wonder draft okay so one team is like I'm sort of like, I'm working on this metaphor as I go. Uh, <laughs> I there's, definitely a, there's definitely a single team that is lifted up uh, out of this. And then, uh, or let's say there's like a lead singer. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. But this, this gets me into trouble too, because I don't want to rank say, yeah. the worst of yeah, a so band. The f drummers, drummers are always <laughs> last. Drummers are last Fucking place. Drummers are always sure. yeah. I think drum, like drummers... Drummers are like the heartbeat of the band, but maybe they should be first. That's what I think. <laughs> I, I've never heard. I've never heard. Yeah, a, I've never heard a judge pander to the uh, the, the drafter. Like that's kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the drummer is drummer's first place heartbeat because because I'm gonna because Scotch is saying that. So I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah. All right. So who's um, who's your what's your, who's the fourth place? Like the bassist or something? Like keyboards. Probably bass. Bass probably gets the shot, yeah. which they shouldn't. They're so yeah, important. Or, or like, no, actually, no. I'm going to go the lead singer. Is is last? Is last? Yeah, because oh, yeah. like they that. always get all the praise. Yep. So yeah. fuck them. And they show up. They show up late. Um, they, they need a little little ego check. They're yeah. probably the best looking, so they, you know, um, maybe who knows. All right. So uh, and I'm going to go. Yeah. 
So my, uh, I'll go uh, last to first. That's, right. that, that's what we want to do. So we'll say, okay, we'll say, okay, who's going to be, we'll, we'll say, who's your lead singer? I'll read through the team and then you yeah. can go us and give us your input and we'll, we'll go from there. So, so lead okay, singer, my who, lead, who's your lead singer? This is the team that's singer. getting fourth place. Yeah. Team four. <laughs> Team four, team four includes Thus Spoke the uh, Zathrustra, however you say that, 2001 Space Odyssey, In Your Eyes from Say Anything, Tequila, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and Old Time Rock and Roll, Risky Business. Oh, the, the drummer is the singer. Well, For once, I, you get to be the lead singer right up there in the, in the front of it, everybody. It goes with my solo career now. <laughs> so so give, us your, like, give us your sort of quick take on the different, uh, the different options here. Well, I don't know why, like, I, I just have, like, I hate tequila <laughs> as, a, as a, not necessarily as a liquor, but I don't like that song very much. Okay. And Pee Wee's Big That's Adventure all. was never one of my movies as a kid. Uh-huh. It just, like, something about it just always sort of creeped me out. So uh, that, I, like, yeah, I'm with again, you. If I'm going based on too. feel, I just instinctually am like, uh-uh, I just don't want anything to do with that one. Now, of course, In Your Eyes phenomenal um you know like in terms of i looked at this too like what are songs that i would want to listen to without the movie mm-hmm. right like what are which um i'm never dropping tequila into my spotify playlist. <laughs> that. Fair enough. <laughs> that makes sense uh, so All now right. again i'm like a old-time rock and roll is fantastic i'm a huge bob Seger fan um and then obviously space odyssey here in 2001 is yeah, you know, fantastic. But yeah, that's my that's my that's my uh, lead singer. Okay. Yep, I went I went I went for the uh, the fun and the joke, and and that hurt me this time. But uh, oh well, I I can't blame you on that. But you didn't <laughs> you didn't know that you didn't know that I was judging. I the, mean, it, the, I'm the the fun joke stuff like that. Yeah, I, I miss out on all that stuff because I'm lame like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what? what, what, all right, what, what, what? Cliff's judging. He's all feely. He's <laughs> <laughs> all like. <laughs> all right, so what instrument are we going right. to next? Who's going to be uh, – we, we know so drummer's going to be first. We're going to go lead guitarist. Lead guitar. All right, lead guitarist for yeah, lead guitarist. third place. Who is our, our lead guitarist for this draft? Yeah, I'm going to go uh, team three for this one. Team three includes The End from Apocalypse Now, Stuck in the Middle with You, Reservoir Dogs, Layla, Goodfellas, and Hip to be Square, American Psycho. Yeah, now this Lights one – clear. And that was Zach. That was Zach. Zach's our lead guitarist. All right, but uh, so Zach has the unfortunate case of me never seeing Apocalypse, having never seen Apocalypse Now, Ooh. hand in the air. That's on me. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, so that one's on me. Um, and the rest, like, just violence galore, which <laughs> very, you know, I don't have, really have anything against. So, like, I didn't even know, think about I mean, that. Oh, my Lord. And Look actually, and, and actually, I mean, actually, the whole thing is about people. Every movie is about death. <laughs> that's very. <laughs> that's on brand for Zach. Exactly. That is on brand. Checks out. Somehow I missed that. I, we didn't realize he had a theme. Sh- that's pretty cool. Look, I said earlier the, the other one I wanted to take that I didn't take was uh, Luke Wilson trying to kill himself to Elliot Smith's Neil in the Hay and uh, Tenenbaum. So yeah, I would have just rounded it right out. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I, I mean, look, those ones are fantastic. Stuck in the middle. That that. Reservoir Dogs is so good, and that mm-hmm. song is such a great. You know, Tarantino's got such a great way of of putting two sort of opposing things together and then making something really awesome from it. Um, obviously, Layla as well. So I don't. I, I've seen American Psycho. It's been a long time, but it's funny. Hip to be square is um, 
Huey Lewis, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And Huey Lewis came to my mind in another one of of, uh, uh, of these. Uh, we talked about uh, it on another team. Came on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We on another about team. Came on. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so should I move on then to, to the? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. we're ready. So, base so player? we're going on to the base player. This would be yeah, the so second the base, place team. The second place team, the base player. Yeah, yeah, team one. Ah, base is my base. I got player. so close. Team one is Tiny Dancer from Almost Famous, Bohemian Rhapsody, Wayne's World, Free Fall, and Jerry Maguire, and Johnny Be Good, Back to the Future. Hell yeah. Yeah, so fan, uh, fan, all, you know, fantastic songs. Tiny Dancers, you know, of course, like a universal. Um, needle drop, right? I mean, it's sort of, sort of so universal that I actually kind of put put some distance between yeah. myself and that. It was just so um, good. But you know, like, like, I can't, I can't acknowledge how good it is. I was like, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we should pick teams that are like know, mostly like, good, but not that, not all good. <laughs> uh, dick. Um, and then I, 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 I've actually rewatched that the Bohemian Rhapsody Wayne's World scene recently, and it's. So funny and good. Yep. And that song, I mean, the, I think one of the things that is interesting about a needle drop in a movie is that can, just like, do you want to put the song into your Spotify playlist? Can you ever listen to the song and not think about the movie? And and I think with that one specifically, like if that song comes on, I'm in that car doing yeah. like the whole, I'm yeah. basically like playing each of them yeah, um, in that car. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but not even that. Just like I think there's some specific Mike Myers, like Dana Carvey guitar little moves that yeah, they yeah. do that I'll even bust out myself. Um, Johnny, be good. No, that one's incredible. But um, Huey Lewis comes up in that song as well, or in that movie so, as so, well. So and that, I actually think that pick would have been disqualified because it was written for the movie, and we're not allowed to pick things that were written for the movie. Yep. Oh, so if that okay. if that changes the ranking, just go That's ahead and why. say it now. <laughs> in in, in <laughs> no, our definition, we were trying to say that yeah, like basically, if it was written for the movie, then the, the, the needle drop, the, the, the classic needle drop, is going to be a song that you already okay. know Pre, being used. Pre existing, oh, gotcha. yeah, yeah pre existing right, material. Right, right, right. Yeah. Although I okay, wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have picked that sense. one. Probably. I mean, I, I love that one, but I, I didn't think of it as the. I probably should have. So did, did the did the fact that Nate had a theme factor into your decision at all? Because his theme is all sing alongs. Yeah, all of them. The 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 characters are oh. interacting with the songs, which is kind of neat. Oh, the characters are doing the songs. Oh, right. Or at least they they at some um, point they yeah. hear and start to sing the song. Right, right. So the song is in the world of the movie, not correct. Just yeah, in case, yeah. for the audience. Oh yeah, um, that. Yeah, that makes it that moves that, me up to the drummer. Okay, great. That, see it. It's nice. To you, <laughs> no, that means that that makes you like that makes you a basis to also then like plays. Piano while the bass is still yeah. with them. Getty Lee, got, yeah, maybe so like a keyboard it off is, to the it side. It, it's a more impressive. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it sure no, is. or actually, you're playing the upright bass. I'll tell you. Oh, we'll there just, you go. Upright, upright bass. I'll tell you. We'll just we'll just take like, oh, tie. Right. We'll just say we tied for first, and we're both we're both we're both we're both drummers. <laughs> I, I do Double believe you said earlier God. that there was a, a far and away winner in this draft. <laughs> oh God, it's not even close, and it wasn't even in the first round. The oh first boy. one in the in, all right. So not, it's, not even okay, so it's the pandering round. third pick. Let, let, let's okay, let's, let's, let's go the, ahead. So team two, the the drummer of this this two. this band, the the lead, the heart yeah, of this band, is uh, where is my yeah. mind from Fight Club, uh, about today from Warrior, both sides now, Love Actually, and Goodbye Horses, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. So this team has my favorite needle drop of of all time, yes. and that's about today in Warrior. 
Oh, oh okay. yes, yes. Oh, Cliff, yeah, I love I, you. I think it's probably. It, 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 in fact, I use that. I've definitely multiple times I've used that scene as prep when I'm on set for a hard scene of my own. Oh wow! So I'll just sit with it, and it gets really? me every time. Dude, so it's it's pretty it's pretty uncanny and pretty pretty strange actually how. Some of those things you think they would lose their impact or lose their power, and again, I'm like using it specifically to get like into a mental place for a hard scene. It works every time. You want to get it's sad. Un- You're trying to be sad. Yeah, yeah, or just yeah. like yes, yeah, sad, uh, vulnerable, like yeah, broken. I mean, you know, I have I have a brother that you know he and I have all through our life have been up and down, up and down, and. I, I just think uh, it's so beautiful and perfect. And again, like it, it got me the first time I saw the movie. It gets me every time. It's a it's an interesting song for such a, a violent moment because of how sweet and touching it is. Yeah, God, Cliff, just would you it just kills me? Would you let your brother win the fight? Would you Would you let him ha- have it for the uh, or, or would you be the the one that knocks him out? I would probably <laughs> say I would be the one to let him uh, let him win. But I love that. Yeah, because I'm the older brother. Right. So I think. But that being said, like he he would destroy me. He would destroy me. My brother actually can fight like and I think actually does like jujitsu and he's giant and he would destroy me. And there's some MMA people that that get pissed. They get pissed about that movie because they're like, all Tommy had to do was just avoid him the entire round. And he was going to win on points because he won the first two rounds easily. So he should have just stayed away from him. This is so stupid. Why did he let himself get caught? And I'm like, God damn it. You're missing the whole point of the movie. movie." I'm like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Tommy doesn't back away. Exactly. I'm like, you guys, you guys are so foolish. Come on now. Shut up. Internet. I love that movie. I think it's such a hidden gem movie. Tom Hart, is uh, just one of my favorite actors in the world. I actually did a play um, in Chicago 10, 10 plus years ago uh, where we were in the big theater at the, at the Goodman Theater um, downtown. And he was in, have I told you guys about this? And he was in the, um, he was in the theater next to us. Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, rest in peace, was directing a play in the small theater in you know same campus and they were in the small theater next door. Um, and Tom Hardy was the lead of this play. They'd written this play for him. And this was before um, Inception. I think it was before Mad Max. Uh, uh, Bronson had come out. Have you guys seen Bronson? I, I, I have not seen oh, it, but I've, I've heard some good things. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's so good in it. So that had come out. So there's all this talk of the, about this um, uh, British dude who was coming over and they were working on Visa and blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, we're Chicago. Like, why do we have to have, like, British actors coming over to Chicago? Like, and he showed up, and I remember seeing him in the hallway, and he just was like, he had this, like, long, stringy hair. He just looked like an absolute mess. And I was like, this guy is who everyone is, like, just clamoring over and to get here and, like, talking all this stuff about. I was like, whatever. And then... I saw their show on opening night and it was fucking greatest. One of the easily one of the top five performances I've ever seen. He played this like a, a hardcore alcoholic father coming out of, uh, you know, trying to get sober, like just intense. So good. So good. And then opening night party, my wife and I went to the party 
And it is one of the first times that I can remember um, or that I could remember and have since seen the transformation from like a character actor on stage to a movie star at the party. Cause he combed oh, wow. his hair, put, put his suit on. And it was like a complete transformation. Like the star power totally was oozing off of him. He was kind to us, proper, total gentleman to my wife, like kissed my wife on both cheeks. I prayed he would do the same to me. He did not. <laughs> he took my hand. He just looked so good. And I've just been like a huge fan ever since. And he would sometimes in the back hallways, because we, again, we shared like a backstage, he would like sort of like stop and, uh, you know, we were playing whatever games between shows and stuff with like playing like, you know, basketball games where with, you know, a tennis ball and a, and a garbage can as you do like in the hallway, right? How far can you bounce it into the garbage can? He would just kind of stand and watch and chat with us. And he was so, so nice. So like, again, picking warrior went right to my heart, the drummer heartbeat thing. So that's why like Tom Hardy warrior about what, today, the what's, national, what's, it's like, you got me. What's funny is he was like, that was the pick where he was like, I don't know if, if the, our judge will have seen it or not. Like, I don't know if he's a fan. I was hoping you would YouTube it if you have not. And, and this yeah. is apparently, this oh, was the winner. That was the winner. I, and, and I got, I got shit because the next pick, the, the love actually pick, they were like, Oh, you did that. Cause he was on for love. Actually. And he said that that's such a great scene. And I'm like, you know what? I actually didn't think about it as I was picking it, but then I started processing. I was like, Oh yeah, he was on the love actually pod. And I think he digs this. So I was like, Oh, that was a hell of a pick too. So I thought, number well, the double whammy, that scene <laughs> is fantastic. I mean, you know, like fixing that bed, bed spread is yeah. an incredible scene too. So it's like two, two those two back to back, yep. um, you know, where is my mind and, and goodbye horses, like great picks as well. I mean, you know, you guys are great at what you do. All these songs are so good, but, uh, about today is clear cut winner. I, I do. I, my, I, I, my I love, I love the fact that you do, you use that one to get you kind of, ready for an emotional scene like that. Um, cause I remember in high school when I was in, uh, dames at sea, I had the lead uh, or I, I was Dick the sailor. I used to listen to, to, to tequila before. I <laughs> get ready for that. Just really, so, that was, that so, was your, so, so, so I'm surprised we didn't really see eye to eye on that. Yeah. Really kind of make you want to like, make it get you pointing to your dick. Well, well, Cliffy, one thing we did say is that this could be the, maybe the longest ever also rans. Um, uh, we're going to go ahead and get to that now and, oh. and we're going to have to probably put a little bit of limit on it. Cause there's so many needle drops that we could think of, but before we do that, let's hear a little tune. How the fuck could we miss that one? I just don't understand. It's a Russell You idiots. All right. As always, I mean, considering I picked some of your, you know, you know, like your top two, we'd like to hear kind of like your three, four, and five. Which, which, uh, which songs did not get picked or what, what scenes did not get picked that uh, BVK should have drafted that would have given them some uh, better chance of beating me? Oh gosh, you're looking for some from me? Yeah. yeah. What are, what are some I, of your your classic oh, needle drops? Any big ones that we missed? Putting you um, on the spot here. Crap. And Cliff, <laughs> Cliff, while you're thinking, I already mentioned Bad to the Bone in Problem Child, so don't. Think that. <laughs> oh gosh, that was like. Uh, but yeah, we did. We, we, we did talk about a few. There's there are a few songs that I that I considered like Bad to the Bone, where it's just like they're just so overdone and so used that it made it hard to pick. Like another great example of that was, um, easy rider, um, uh, born to be wild. Born to be born wild. To be wild yeah. And so born mm. to be wild has been used in so many 
movies and TV shows that to me, it's just so played out that it almost loses the luster of that original yeah. huge needle drop. But yeah. So I, I can oh, I, fl- gosh. So can, let me, yeah, th- let me throw my three. I'll give Cliff another minute. Cause I, I have three that I want to say, and I'll, I'll leave it there. Okay. Um, so I would say that these three are, are, you you said Brad that we should kind of go with like ones that are personal to us and I don't think these are going to be on anyone's list. The Girl Next Door, which is one of my favorite movies, ends with Babbo oh, O'Reilly. Really? And when the when yeah. the the synth comes in, the on on the at the end of that movie to start Babbo O'Reilly and then dun 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 for whatever reason like that song and it's a great song that is like transcendent obviously way before this movie there's another great needle drop in that movie too when they're when they're doing it in the limo oh that song that's playing during that love scene it's fantastic uh, is it um uh who's the singer fade into you is it mazzy star no um are you sure not yeah it's i'm pretty sure is it not Mazzy Star? Can someone look this up? Okay, well I'll I'll, I'll figure that well, out. I, I'm going to say that with Baba O'Reilly though. That's that's funny because another one of my favorite, and, and actually I wasn't going to draft it, but Spike Lee's Summer of Sam, um, Richie like the he's got he's like the punk and he's got spiky hair and it's played by um, God damn it what's his name uh, Adrian Brody, and he's he he's like kind of air guitaring to it. Or he's I think he's actually got his guitar and he's like basically playing along with it. And uh, it's a pretty iconic scene in that movie too. So Baba Rowley's been used uh, a few different times as well. It's it's David Gray. Oh this, yes, this year's, love. this year's love. Shit, yeah. yeah. And I love that song. And I love that scene. Yeah. I actually that if I'd thought hard about it, I might have picked that one in my draft, and I kind of oversight. The second one, and this our, our old co-host Nick would co-sign this with me heavily. Really obscure, Stranger Than Fiction, Whole Wide World. Hmm. He, he, hmm. he plays the guitar and, and he plays it and then it drops after he like, he's sort of singing it. It's a very sweet moment. And like Nick and I both love that. And then I would say slow ride from dazed and confused. There's a bunch in that movie. Oh God. Days yeah, has a bunch. That's really... But that, that one. For me. I, I kind of thought sweet emotion is the, the opening is for me is better than. Yeah. And I, well, I couldn't, I, I would have had to go back through it. Well, how about like, hurricane when they're walking through yeah. the, through the pool hall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an iconic scene where it goes into the I mean, slow motion. To be honest, yeah. the fact that we never, we didn't pick any from Dazed is pretty hard to but, believe. But it's like, which one do you grab? Mm-hmm. Boogie, Boogie Nights is the same for me. There's a bunch yep. of Boogie Nights that, that are pretty awesome. Yeah, sure. Anyway, those are mine. Yeah. I'm blanking. Because I, I, the only one I was that come, like instantly comes to my mind is disqualified because I'm guessing it was written for the movie considering it's called the never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> and when that song kicks in at the end, right. As they're about to, uh, right. As Bastion is making his wishes and recreating Fantasia, uh-huh. <laughs> never ending story kicks in. And that one gets me every time too. That's pretty um, legit. <laughs> the other one, this is, again, this is like, uh, you know, when someone asks this question and you're like, have I ever seen a movie ever? Apparently not. Cause I can't think of anything. Um, this, that's what's happening to me right now. But and, cause, so I'm going to disqualify myself again and mention a TV show. Is that lame? That's pretty lame. No, <laughs> no, no, go for it. There are no rules. My here. buddy, I, I, cause I did a play with my, and we just saw him the other day playing in concert. My buddy Noah, uh, who sang simply the best on Shit's Creek. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's so awesome. I think that one, that, that one just, came to my mind as well let me think of some someone else go and then i'll think of i'll try to think of another one zachy what do you got what about the weird 
the weird sex scene in uh, Top Gun to take my breath away. Oh, oh my uh, god, that shit. I can't believe I didn't pick that. I feel sh- ashamed I didn't pick that one. That, that was like that was a weird list. one. I didn't think of it. That was like one of the first sexy. So that was my like. That was my my. That was what sex was to me until I was about eleven. Just tongues everywhere. Just oh, licking chins and like <laughs> you know Berlin just in my ear. You know what I mean? Scotchy, what else do you got? Cool. Oh man, uh, see the problem is th- there's there's a bunch that are hilarious and funny to me, but don't really mean a lot. I'm surprised that maybe you'll bring this up is kill bill the battle without honor or humanity, which is when they're walking down the hallway in the slow motion, that whole guitar riff that starts it off. That's just goosebump city for me. Just, it's such a cool intro of, of Oren Ishii and her crew. Um, my wife likes the Oren Ishii and, and, uh, and, and Beatrix fight. So she says that there's like a song that starts it. I wasn't sure if that was made for the movie or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I was going to look it up, but didn't get around to it. Um, one that's, that I thought of that was pretty funny was um, Austin Powers, I Touch Myself. When he's fighting oh. with them, them bots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I, I, well, okay. I'm, I'm going to get into a few here. That I'm, I'm going to go by first that ones that just like really like hit me when I, the first time I watched it. Uh, there's one, again, I saw this movie three times in the theater when it came out just because uh, it was just wild and wacky and crazy face off. I watched it the <laughs> first time there's a, there's a scene at this guy's house and it's just a big shootout between uh, 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 cops and, uh, and the bad guys. And, they, they all, the kid puts on headphones. They're trying to like, so this little kid that's there, they don't want him to like be paying attention to what's going on. And he's listening to somewhere over the rainbow and it's oh, everything wow. slow motion. Oh, yeah. It's John Woo stylized fighting. People are jumping with their guns yeah, sideways and flipping and stuff. And, and it's just, it's very peaceful with all this violence going on. I like, I like whenever you kind of, you know, mix the violence with like something kind of sweet or, or soft like that. <laughs> Another varsity blues. When they have right after they come back from the uh, the strip club where they saw their teacher and they're all hung over and they're playing their game and Thunderstruck comes in. Oh yeah. And they're just getting the shit oh. kicked out of them. They're all getting just like tackled and and flipped over and just destroyed. And like Bud Kilmer throws like the yeah. the, the the clipboard and stuff. That that's a pretty it, iconic scene for me. I, I got to jump in because I thought I was thinking of one earlier and I was going to mention this no matter what because it's it's super iconic. I'm surprised it wasn't grabbed, but it's one of those that is because it's on all the lists. But I thought that I like it actually better in another movie, but it's The Sound of Silence and, and The Graduate, which, yeah. is, which is a classic, and that's where it's from. But I like it better when he falls into the swimming pool. In, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It, in mm. uh, old school. Is it old, old school, yeah. yeah. Old school. And uh-huh. <laughs> after he gets with the tranquilizer. <laughs> yep. And then that song comes in, he has the whole thing when he's on the beach with her and stuff. So I don't know. But that, I think that song needs to be at least mentioned. Well, we had talked about uh, a few like Freebird has been used in in three iconic scenes. You've got Jenny on the uh, uh, on the balcony, and then you've got uh, the Devil's mm-hmm. Rejects at the very end. The Devil's Rejects are going towards the cops at the checkpoint, and and they've got their guns out, and it kind of ends there. And then you've got uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. I don't know, Cliff. Are you familiar with Kingsman? Because I almost put this on my list where it's the church shootout with. Uh, um, What's his name? The uh, oh. British dude from uh, Love Actually. From uh, Love Actually, yeah. Colin Firth. Yeah, Colin Firth and his his shootout in the church and like the uh, like the the super like crazy Baptist church is just wild. It's one of the most intense scenes, action scenes I've ever seen. In it. Oh. And, and they played it to Freebird, but again, that was like one of those things where it's like, well, Freebird's been used in many iconic scenes, so yeah. it kind of like loses its luster a little bit. 
Um, there, there's one I want, I wanted, yeah. wanted to bring up, and it, it's an interesting stretching of the rules, because, but it actually it counts. But the Star Wars theme, not in Star Wars, but in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, when they take the car for a joyride. And all of a sudden, they show them mm. taking that big old jump, and the looks on their faces as Star Wars is playing <laughs> <laughs> makes me smile and laugh, and I just love it. So that much. was a good little needle drop because it's slow motion. It's got the, like the, the big ship going over. It was like exactly yeah. that yeah. same scene. Yeah. Uh, and also, oh yeah, from uh, I oh yeah. I mean, that's the, the whole right. bus scene is pretty classic, <laughs> and they use it twice. It's when they reveal the Ferrari. Yeah. And then they also use it at the end with the the bus with uh, when the principal's getting on the bus. Oh man, we could be here all day. Well, a couple more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't do anything. But Lebowski obviously is a great movie for for needle drops. The uh, uh, just dropped in to see what condition my condition is in. That's great call. Yeah, when he's flying through and stuff. That's that's pretty classic. I'm I'm surprised at the the lack of Tarantino with how good he is huh. with music. I mean, Miserloo when it first hits. That first time after yeah. the initial scene, the, the, but also have you fuckers move. <laughs> you never can tell that the twisting scene, you know, yeah. the, when they do the twists. Um, that's another huge one. Mm. But yeah, we 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 did we had he was represented in the draft with stuck in the middle. But uh, yeah, just, yeah, so how good he is with music in general. It's it's surprising we didn't pick him more. Another surprising movie where the needle drops are pretty impressive, and it was just kind of the 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 again that juxtaposition of white office workers with gangsta rap damn it feels good to be a gangster oh that is a good one. ghetto boys in office space that's that's pretty damn iconic when he walks in he starts taking the things off his little cubicle and mm-hmm. knocking the walls down and it's just so he's got everything he wants now and and it's just the perfect song for that that movie it's it's a classic all right let's go let's go one more one more each one more if each. you if you've got them I what about you, Cl- Cliffy? Have you thought any that you want to you want to give us? Someone mentioned Boogie Nights, and I know PTA is always great with music. So that scene in Magnolia when everyone is singing "Amy Man," wise up is uh, I remember that really struck me watching it for the first time in the, in the theaters, thinking, "What the hell is happening right now?" Right before all the frogs started raining down on them, <laughs> um, was a good one. Um, think thinking about uh, ending a movie with with one um, one that I've always thought was great was uh, Goodwill Hunting Miss Misery yeah. at the at the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the fact that that one that one won the Oscar I believe for song for best picture. I think that's song, right. Yeah. Motion picture. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just before yeah. I before I say mine I'm gonna say just a couple that were like the iconic like film school like the the legit ones. Um, Unchained Melody Ghost. Oh, oh, I'm surprised nobody went oh, with that. Man. Um, I got you, babe. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Uh, mm. Fortunate son. The helicopter scene. Forrest Gump. When like the military first that was start. On yeah. my list for yeah. sure. Don't you forget about me. Breakfast Club. Yep. Yeah, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Staying alive. I, this one, I just I've never seen the movie Saturday Night Fever, but anytime I hear Staying Alive, I just think of like a made, strut. Oh, that's, that's what he's doing. He's 100%. just strutting down the made, sidewalk. Made for the movie. Made for the movie. Oh, was that specific? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I think of CPR. Deo Beetlejuice. I thought yeah. Elliot. That could have been for your sing-along I Elliot team. Smith wrote a bunch of those songs for Goodwill Hunting, did he not? It, it could have been. He did. Yeah, been. he did Angelis and uh, or An- oh, okay. Angelas, Angelas. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Fight the power, do the right thing. That that is that's mm. one that's uh, kind of iconic. 
a quick shout out to uh, uh, Edgar Wright for Baby Driver. Oh yeah, Bell Bottoms, the beginning uh, 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 chase scene. Great scene. And then Don't Stop Me Now from Queen and, and the uh, Shaun of the Dead when they're beating up the zombies at the end. So when we said one more, you were like, Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, Brad's so like, now, I won the draft. I don't give a fuck. You my know, my final one. My final. Yeah, none of those I, were his. None my of those were his. Obviously, were my all... expertise is pretty legit. Yeah. So I, I think I do get a few more. Uh, a few. Um, no, my final one. Uh, and this one. It's just a peaceful song, and I think it's just a perfect end of the movie. Ocean's Eleven, Claire de Lune, while they're standing in front of the Bellagio fountains. Yeah. Uh, that's the one I've, I put on. I have like a like a nighttime playlist that's just all instrumentals, and that's on there. And it just it's such a peaceful song, and it's and they're all just kind of looking at each other like, yeah, we did it, guys. And then they all kind of slowly walk off. Very cool scene. Good needle drop. I dig that one. Zach, you got one more. Just because you guys love this movie, uh, Vanilla Sky, Tom Cruise, uh, <laughs> the scene where he is uh, hearing um, Penelope Cruz tell him to open his eyes over and over, and it's uh, everything in its right place by Radiohead is playing. Is, Ooh, uh, that is, that's one. legit. So, so my going with my sing-along theme, and this is a pretty deep cut, but um, the movie Beautiful Girls, which I love, um, mm. they have a they they play Sweet Caroline in the bar. Ah. Um, and they all sing along to it. And it's for me, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a good song, even though it's kind of weird, but it's a great song and it's, uh, it's a great scene. So that's mine, man. That, that, I got that, one more quick yeah, one. Yeah. One yeah, more yeah. quick one. Welcome to the, I'm welcome to the jungle. I was like, what movie do I know? Welcome to the jungle from and I'm, And it's the program. Oh, right? yes. oh yeah. Call it it's movie. like one of those football yeah. montages and I'm, it, it's that, it, it actually the uh, they the, the first movie I remember that from right? was um, a Dirty Harry movie. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but Jim Carrey is playing. It's like one of his earliest things that he ever did is the singer in this band, and he's like lip syncing "Welcome to the Jungle," and there's this weird video, and he huh. ends up getting murdered. I think in the movie. And so, yeah, so it's Jim Carrey, super young. Like, go- Google it. It's crazy. Like, look up Jim Carrey about, in, in this uh, Dirty Harry movie. That makes me think of Jim Carrey with his lisp in uh, Cable Guy during the yeah. White oh, Rabbit. Yeah. I can't remember. He the, does White yeah, Rabbit. White yeah. Rabbit, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We did stay away from montages, though. Like, Rocky, there's so many good montage songs from Rocky. Yeah. Uh, Space Oddity in The Martian. Like, there's there's some pretty good needle yeah. drops, but those are montages. And I kind, I kind of stayed away from montages. Mm. I was like, I think. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, the Deadpool is the name of that movie. I was just thinking. Oh, the Deadpool. <laughs> the Deadpool. Um, man, that that was a deep draft. That, I, that, I, that I, really, uh, you could we could we could have drafted a whole another set of teams that would have been killer. Yeah, as we said, I've been wanting to do this draft for a while, and basically because I knew I was going to win it. Um, but also you know because <laughs> this this is actually a good like it kind of shows what BBK is. I mean, we all are definitely kind of musically inclined. We got we got a, a pretty good taste of music, and exactly. we've got some musicians here, and we also love movies, and we like when those two things come together. So, yeah. and, and, and I'll say Cl- BBK Cl- Cliffy. So so I, I have taken up guitar the last few years, and I'm pretty bad at it, um, and I try to sing too. <laughs> um, but but Cliff and I, as most as we've talked about before, we're college roommates, and my my first inspiration, I bought my first acoustic guitar and try and learn my first two or three chords because and cliff taught me because he he actually played mm-hmm. played and sang really well back in uh-huh. the day 
And uh, so, well, it was cool I, I that was, it was cool that, that Cliffy awful. showed up at our at our our beer release party, and he and he threw his underwear up at you when you were when you were playing yeah. the guitar. Flashed, that was flashed me. It was that was amazing. that was pretty yeah. cool. Thanks, yeah. Cliffy. Yeah. We were glad you were there uh, hey, on Friday, welcome. January twenty sixth for draft day. Okay, um, is that it? We, we good? I think that's, that's it. it. And uh, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, we're letting uh, old Scotchy Bear over here take the reins next week. Oh, we are for uh, just a little bit of wacky British comedy. The funny thing is, I threw that out to you guys, and nobody responded, and so I wasn't sure if we were doing this or not. So I'm just very happy. This is a nice little surprise. I'm, I'm just, we, I just made it happen. Good, because we are doing Monty Python and the Holy Grail, one of my all-time Epic. favorite Classic. movies, Fantastic. which I think is going to be really good pod. So I'm I so excited. Oh, I'm oh so shit! Let's make this happen. Okay, little Monty Python action. That's that's. Uh, we haven't done Brit comedy in a while. Yeah. So it's time to to get with that. And uh, Cliff, number four, man, fourth time. Uh, we can't wait for Never. number five. We can't wait for number five. And and uh, we're hoping that uh, you know you make a nice uh, swift recovery here from this the strike and everything, and and get back on uh, your feet and and start showing up in, in shows that we love to watch. Uh, again, my kids they loved uh, watching Paper Girls, and and they were like. Is it? Can you ask him if it's coming out anymore? And was like, I don't think it's coming back. And it's gotten. I think we're. I think those girls are all probably a little bit too old for the roles now. So I think we're we're past that one. Yeah, I think it's past. No, it's a good time to be hopeful. And just with the year turning and the strike ending, like it's also too like things really can suck and then they change on a dime. And you know, trying to sort of like shake it off and keep some hope. And so, like, uh, I'll definitely let you guys know when something comes because it's coming so. can't, can't wait man can't wait yeah awesome stuff. appreciate you guys having me again oh man we Thanks always love having you but hey stay out of that cold and like i said if uh if you need to come out west and you know enjoy the weather uh, you, you, we're always you we're always, always down to have some some drinks with you and, and have a good time so i keep telling i mean i'm talking to nate it's, whenever i get the last time i was in la the strike was or not the strike but the the pandemic was just on the tail end so i was still testing so much but like Next time I'm in LA, I'm driving He's up here. to do a live one. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Great times. Thank All you, right. Cliff. Thank Thanks, you, Cliff. Uh, you thank you, BVK guys. Uh, we're here back in 2024. Our first official draft, considering that last week's uh, or two weeks ago, speed draft does not count. Does Nate? not count. Just so you know, so you, you're false, hard, false, hard pass. <laughs> Actually, I'm strong. I'm I'm I have a one two. You have a first, first two and drafts. a second. That's yeah, pretty legit. So. All right. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, next week for some Monty Python and uh, check us out on the socials. The YouTube channel is there and you can watch the BVK logo as you listen to our, uh, uh, our, our voices. So I haven't uh, quite figured out video. Yet. We're, we're going to be doing some video stuff in the future, hopefully. And, and, you know, I think we actually put up some of the video from uh, uh, the, uh, the beer release party. So you can see, uh, you know, Cliffy throwing his underwear at Nate. Yeah. And Nate Loved catching it. it in his teeth. It was pretty awesome while he Love was it. playing the guitar. It was very, very impressive. Tasty, so yeah. check out those videos on YouTube. And uh, we will see you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs>